Hey everybody, welcome back to Quotes and Stuff with the Kennedy Bros. Yes, we are here. I am here. Back. It's, uh, and and oh. TJ is here <laughs> saying back. Well, Trying to come up with something new because we say the same, I always say the same stuff. So I'm that's choosing true. new words yeah. in Nate's introduction to I emphasize. Thought you, uh, I thought you just were, you, you just had the little set routine and you're just repeating yourself now. Uh, you've <laughs> gone through all of it oh. once so you can start it over again. Just say a different word <laughs> from the dictionary every week. Mm-hmm. Start off with A, go all the way down to Z. That's not a Z. bad idea, actually. It's we'll, not a we'll bad get idea. some <laughs> new words that no one's heard of before. This will be this, very intellectually this stimulating. This will be the learning st- the learning segment of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it's a, a podcast where we talk about movies, comics, TV shows, as always. I'm your host, Nate. And Christian, what do we got for the, the question to start us off with? All right. This is a, this is a good one. This is a fun one. and It might, might cause you to think a little bit here. Mm. Uh, but the question uh, this week is who would win in a fight between Batman, Jason Bourne, James Bond, and Ethan Hunt, who is uh, you know, Tom Cruise, who plays Ethan, Mission Tom Impossible, Cruise, who plays Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible. So we got a uh, yeah, so mm. four four corners, four uh, four dudes who takes the cake in this fight. So I would I'm say the, I'll go for it, Nate. I, I would just say it first. Like I think Ethan Hunt is dying. He's the first one to die. You know, like, <laughs> like he, he may be great at running. He may be great at hanging, but. The fist to fist fighting, not not his his best and strongest suit. Okay, okay. I, I would agree with that. He's like he's Michelangelo. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dies yeah. instantly in a fight. <laughs> yes. Hey, Michelangelo won the won the the tournament though. The Remember that Nexus ju- tournament? Yeah, Nexus the tournament. Nexus. That's true. Because Raphael <laughs> was also too be, angry. Was also because uh, Leo got taken out with a, a poison blow dart. So, yeah, you know. that, that one doesn't count. Yeah, Leo yeah. Leo would have won. That's fair. But so okay. then the remaining three, we got Bond, Boring, and Batman. The three I th- Bs. I think I'll have to go next. I think I think Boring takes Bond. Yeah, I think Bond would Bond would lose next yeah. after that. He's too. He would he, try and seduce one of them, and it just wouldn't work out for him or something. He, he yeah, he's more. He's he, he works better with the ladies, but he's obviously. I mean, he's like super good too, but he's a little more just like suave. And like he'll he'll survive, but Jason Bourne is just like a trained assassin, trained assassin killing machine. And I guess technically double O, like double agents are. But you just feel That's like different. Jason Bourne has the raw, uh, the the power. You Unlimited know? power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I think Bourne, I think Bond would get a lot of good hits in, and it would be a good battle. But Boring would do his thing where he'll like grab a pen or something and then like impale him or something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what Jason Boring is always just grabbing the object right next to him. <laughs> so whatever's near, near book, I can turn it into a weapon. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's true. Because what I'd say like Ethan Hunt's like a, like a government agent. Bond is a spy. But like Boring is an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, mm-hmm. there's a difference. So we're, we're saying Bond loses next. Yeah. yeah, and, and then, then we're we're left between Boring and Batman. Here, here, here's where I'll cheat. I would say Batman wins because Batman has gadgets. Batman has he can like batarang out of there. He can like fly and stuff like. But if you take away all that, all the gadgets versus Bourne, I think mm-hmm. Bourne wins it. Ooh, because I, I think, would I would actually agree with that because I think hand to hand Bourne is 
one you might say he's the best of the best of the best. <laughs> we got him, R2. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while, but anyways. But I think hand to hand Boren is probably a little better than Batman. You disagree with us. That's okay too. But but yeah, I think I, see, I would say not because of the gadgets, I would say because of Batman's smarts, you know? True. I would say because he, Batman, I feel like you'd be able to out think Boren and then use something against him like his I don't, I don't know I can't remember that's what Boren's weakness was but that is probably true. just start doing his, that his weakness then, was the ladies as well that's all of their weaknesses it seems <laughs> well I thought Born, it was his memory Born was never Born was never really a dude to like go after the ladies he just like the one gal um what's her name like Mary I, I or don't know Mariah. nobody liked her yeah she, 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 got, yeah, she, she died in the second movie she died in the Thank second goodness. one and uh <laughs> spoilers yeah spoiler <laughs> but yeah I think yeah it's tough because Batman, he's ruthless and he fights just ruthless uh, mm. villains too. So he might be able to take that side of, of Bourne. But yeah, uh, that's just, I think like Batman's more of a fist to fist, you know? Whereas like Bourne will grab anything and stab you with it. Whereas like mm-hmm. Batman, if it's like a boxing match, Batman wins. But if it's just a free for all, I think Bourne will maybe be able to pull a little something, something on him. Yeah. Also, uh, Batman doesn't kill. Boren does. Boren is very, very, <laughs> right. very, very right. It depends on the age. It depends on the age of Batman. You know. Well, what if we're talking about the alternate universe where Thomas Wayne becomes Batman? Well, then in that case, yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he was kind of weak, though. I felt like. Uh, or we kind could of just say a bad drunk Batman. He killed mm-hmm. everybody. Bat- That's Batflick true. Did. Batflick did. Um, I mean, it's looking like. Uh, oh gosh, why can I not remember his name? Um. Edward, this is so bad. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Robin Pattinson. Oh, that's horrible. I can't believe that's the first thing. Okay, I feel Edward. Sorry. I'm <laughs> well, that's sorry, what Rob. I'm Come sorry. On, you have to think of him as Cedric at least. Yeah. So Robert Pattinson is uh, <laughs> would uh, maybe I don't think he's a killer, but from that first preview that we got, he's he'll beat you pretty close. He'll to beat death. you pretty well, just, dang good. Just maim you, you know. Just mm-hmm. You'll be a pro, uh, injured for life, can't move, never walk again, but you'll still be alive. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, we'll, so kind of final. We're thinking is Batman would win with all his gadgets, but if it's just hand to hand, might be born because born kills and Batman doesn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think actually that's a, those are some valid points. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well done, well team. Done. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't. I don't know. What do you? I guess maybe to the listeners out there, should we include anybody else on this list? Like, is there somebody else who maybe in the rankings? So we have Bourne, Batman, Bond, and then uh, was it Hunt? Hunt. Yeah, Ethan. So who else should we add to the list? Where would they be in the list? Let us know. Maybe we do one. Do a like a a versus episode. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that'd be a good episode one of these times. <laughs> Versus. Mm-hmm. And they have the, the, the old school, the melee um, music, like Smash Bros music. Yeah, exactly. No, no, that's not the old school, well, Nate. There's no school like bum, the old school. Bum, bum. <laughs> That no, one. no, no, that that's either. that's super old school. I'm tr- I'm just thinking not the oldest school, but like in melee. Uh, melee. It's, that one. No, no. <laughs> he's, it's the. We, I don't. We don't I know what you're thinking. Yeah, of, okay. Are we you talking about like the, the opening theme? <laughs> no, I no, apologize no. for my singing, but <laughs> no, we'll, I'm trying we'll, to figure this out. I'll I'll send it to you. There's some good TikToks on. Uh, Mm-hmm. With that background music, so oh, oh like anyways, the, oh, like, the, exactly. like choose your character, choose, choose your, your character. character exactly. That's what it is. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's yeah. 
That's it. There we go. There we go. It took me a little bit, but now I got it. Yeah. There. That was the question of the week. Long story longer. But yeah. But before we go on, we got to let's reveal the quote from last week. Let's do it. So remember, we had it was Aladdin, King of Thieves. Uh, he's Aladdin is the prince of thieves. His father is the king of thieves. His father is voiced by John Reese Davis. Davies mm-hmm. or Davis? Dave. Dave. I don't know. I've Dave, heard of Dave. Daddy O. Oh, dang it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the quote, which hopefully you got, was Lord of the Rings. That's uh, the second one. Two Towers. Two Towers. Two towers. Yeah. Battle of Helm's Deep. One of, I think, Christian, you say, you say that's, that's the best one, right? I, in my opinion, it is. Mm-hmm. And it's the part where, you know, uh, Aragorn and Gimli are are close to the bridge when all the orcs are there and and they're like hey we we can take these guys right but it was it was like they're on a rock and they had to get the bridge and so Gimli couldn't jump it obviously so Aragorn uh throws them on there I love I I forgot about that line right before where Gimli's like oh come on we can take them we can take them (laughs) and he's like oh wow like you're really confident yeah Uh, yeah yeah. maybe we should have thrown Aragorn in there too Aragorn verse uh (laughs) Uh, James yeah. Bond, no, anyways, nah, it's like, <laughs> different time. Uh, True. No, I just feel like Aragorn. Just James Bond would be walking down. He'll turn, but then Aragorn would already have swung his sword. So, <laughs> or, or or Bond just shoots him, or Legolas with his arrow. Oh, yeah, there we go. Mm, Medieval true. verses. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do that. But anyway, anyways, let's uh, let's play the quote for this week. Let's do. I'm sorry, I can explain. <laughs> I guess not a ton of words uh, in that quote, <laughs> but uh, no- noises being made, if you can recognize the noises. Yeah, it's like, this is what you can do. Oh. A little bit of a, a deeper track movie. Definitely, definitely. Though, yeah, I think if we reveal it next week, people will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So, Well, if you're, you know, our time period. That's true, 90s kid, early, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. well, Nate knows it just because we watched it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know. But there was an actor that was very big in that yes, era. Yes, big in it that day. Mm-hmm. A couple, no. actually. Yeah, you're, you're right, <laughs> a lot actually. Of, that had pretty big names, actually, there for were, the time. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. sorry, we don't want to give away too much. But yeah, that's uh, the quote. We'll play it again at the end of the podcast and the reveal at the beginning of the next episode. All right. But let's get to the news. News. So it was revealed this week that uh, while the, the Snyder Cut you know, was said it was, it was said to be a mini- four-hour miniseries before, but now Zack Snyder has come out and said, it is not a miniseries. It is going to be a four-hour movie. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. No, they should have done the miniseries. Because to, to sit through four hours of movie, doesn't matter how good it is. Well, I guess what? Endgame. Excuse me, not Endgame. Well, that, that's three yeah. hours, though. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Also, that was not only... even three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was the most engaging long movie I've, I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But four hours for a movie? What? Oh, I don't know I about mean, you that. can make it your own miniseries, just every hour, just pause. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's true. Like, <laughs> you can make feeling... it ma- manual miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling, though, that it, it would be like, 
the first two hours will be like its own movie and then there will be like a cut or a jump to like a bit later time mm-hmm. period so I feel like intermission intermission you know movies back in the day for our listeners out there they used to have intermissions in because the movie because they were so long they were, yes because they were so long but it was like so you're in the movie theater and you'd watch like the first half of the movie and there would be like a 10 minutes it would just show an intermission with music you could go get popcorn you could go drink you could go the bathroom. <laughs> what, what, what do you usually do when you take a break? Just take a break. You just know. take a nice break. You know, just like you know, the get theater. The, get get the stretch in seventh inning mm-hmm. stretch. Get the stretch. In the movie so theater. Like, yeah. When yeah, exactly. When so when Christian uh, had to use uh, the toilet uh, while we were watching Avatar in intermission afterwards. Yeah. yeah An intermission would have benefited me greatly. Then mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And. Yeah, and, and maybe Nay would have had a chance to sip all the icy <laughs> yeah. that I took. But anyways. I think I've said or, it before. I just, just got to say, yeah, no, icy's in a movie theater. What a great idea. Like Smart, uh, except for the bathroom part. Except but. for the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> as soon as they start putting... No, I won't go there. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Anyways, so four hours. But yeah, I think the first two hours is going to be like one movie in itself. So very, very doable to break it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We hope so. Mm, moving on, we got some interesting news here. Actually, wait, really quick. Didn't oh. they say that the Snyder Cut was going to be rated R? That was what it was reported before, but also it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to tell because while it is going to HBO Max, I think it is also going to play in select theaters. Oh. And it might be dumped down to PG-13, <laughs> PG-13, but I don't know. It's never, it hasn't been 100% official confirmed. It's looking that way, but... Four it's hours in a movie theater, that'd be even harder. <laughs> that'd be yeah, tough. Well, but I don't know, intermission. You never intermission. know. True, <laughs> true. But, but yeah, it's still, I think it's still kind of TBD because okay. it's supposed to still be set to release in March of this year. So. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, exciting, not exciting news, interesting news. They announced a Willy Wonka prequel movie set to come out March 17th of 2023. What? What, <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> what is... Uh, We've said it before, but the prequels, guys, we're okay. I was never asking for a Willy Wonka. TJ, I don't know about, I mean, I was though, TJ. That's true. I was. Christian just yesterday I was, was telling pe- me. I've, I've been petitioning this since day one. <laughs> since before the original movie with Willy Wonka, I just wanted his backstory. Yeah, it's like, Christian's like, I read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Rodale, and I was like, I need to know Willy, where I, this guy came from. I thought his name was Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Yeah, Roald Dahl. I say it wrong, but... Is it going to yeah. have Johnny Depp? No. So here's the thing. It says they are eyeing either Tom Holland or Timothy Chalet to play a young Willy Wonka. Interesting. Tim- Tom, Tom Tim- Holland's everywhere right now. Yeah. Timothy so. Chalet is a dune, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. These two seem to be the they're, they're the, 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 the young and upcomers of the time. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're but, definitely they're they've caught everyone's attention and they do I think a pretty good job in in their roles. So people are like, hey. But still, like, but oh, wait, okay, what kind of movie? Of, we already got Willy Wonka's backstory <laughs> in the Johnny Depp movie. I know what he had a dentist father. He ran away from home. His house disappeared. He, he was went the, and the, found the Oompa Loompas in the he jungle. Was the son of he, Count Dooku. The son of Count Dooku. He <laughs> licked. <laughs> he licked the bumblebee blood. Like, I have everything I need to know about Willy Wonka. True. True. Mm. Is it going to yeah. be a musical? <laughs> I, I have no idea. All I know, it's announced. All <laughs> right. Speaking of the Willy. Do you guys prefer the 70s uh, Willy Wonka film or the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka film? Tell you, mm. tell you the truth, I'm not really a fan of either. <laughs> oh, that day. Yeah. I, so, I, Christian, I, you are impartial? Uh, yeah, you could say I'm impartial. I, I, I actually enjoy both of them. Um, I, I think they both have their strengths. Uh, 
and some of their weaknesses. I mean, Scary Tunnel is much better in the first than the second. <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> Willy yeah. Wonka goes all freaky on everybody. And they're like, uh, oh, the, the hishy for that, the house oh, she yeah. mended. They're going through the tunnel and Willy Wonka goes all weird. And then all the kids and the adults are like, yeah, we're leaving. This dude's in there. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 wait. It was just part of my plan to systematically eliminate your children one by one until I was left with one who could take over the company. Oh, <laughs> <man>. like, <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, fun fact: that was all impromptu by the actor. What's his name? I don't no, even know. Gene actually. Wilder. Gene oh, Wilder. Yes. I'm like, I think it's Gene. Yeah. So that was impromptu. So all the all the reactions from the kids are, are real. genuine because they're like, "What the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna kill us <laughs> and take our women and our precious metals." <laughs> Little Madagascar quote for you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I know I like them both. I, I think I actually do prefer the depth version a little bit more. Okay, okay. The songs are a little more. I mean, they're not as classic, but it's kind of well, fun. They're, I don't know. It's, they're, it's they're, less of a musical in the second in the Johnny Depp one. Augustus group. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because I don't know. There's not a there's not a ton of songs that I love in the 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 original where they Wonka from the seventies. That's that's like that's, that's like the only one though. Yeah, because yeah, then it's like what we have the, the Candyman song that the candy guy sings to all the children. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. The, no, the, the beginning of the movie, where it's like, who seems like a nice guy? Like at the very beginning, the before you even meet him. Yeah, the he sings that's also song. Madagascar. Wow, the connections. That's yes. when uh, Alex yeah, gets knocked out and yes, it's like, who can right. make a sunshine? You're right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I didn't so realize, was, oh, I didn't realize that's from that. Yeah, that's where it originated. Sorry, Nate. I thought you were talking about a uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang I with thought, the Candyman. I thought you were for no, a second no, there no, too. Not that Candyman. But then oh, also like Charlie, Charlie and his grandpa sing a song, and it's, oh, it's yeah. not very good. But I, I mean, uh, what's her name? The, uh, the I want it now, brother. daddy. I want it now. That girl. yeah, I don't like that one either. I don't know. As a musical, <laughs> it could be better. I oh, true, true. Yeah. Very yeah. weird. Okay. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Roll a doll. I don't know what was in his mind, but no, it's like I mean, it. he did a lot of. I mean, the book is fine. It's just interesting. Like in a movie format, you're like, wow, this is very strange. I don't actually think I've read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've read all of his other stuff, but not that one. Mm. Yeah, I haven't read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory either. But Matilda. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the, that news. Continuing on. It's been reported that Batman the Animated Series, a very popular cartoon of the 90s, may be getting a sequel on HBO Max. That would be very cool, actually. I'd watch that because mm-hmm. I really enjoy mm-hmm. the animated series. Yeah, was, no, I think it's yeah. one of the, if not the best animated series out there. I, I it's think so. one of the best. It's great. Amazing. So that I realized as well, like, because HBO Max has DC, like, as far as movies go, not as, like, live action, it's a lot weaker. But the cartoon movies, like, I'm, I consider getting HBO Max so that I have access to all those. That's fair, yeah. They're yeah. entertaining. They are. Yeah, DC DC's animation game has been great for. They've done yeah, they've a number done of years for now. a while. They yeah, because I mean, you never watch like the Marvel animations anymore. Yeah. Like, we watched a couple, but but they just but they're, they're very inconsistent. Yes, they yes. are. But the DC but like, ones, the DC ones are prime. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, because the DC the DC ones basically created a, a universe before it was a thing. Because yes. they yeah, had they the did. Superman show, the Batman show, and then they. Ended up having Justice League and Justice yep. League Unlimited for a number of years. And mm-hmm. that was all built up starting in the 90s with Batman. Well, so. well done, DC. They've done well something done. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But moving on, though, I know TJ, uh, we got delays. And so, <laughs> thank goodness. Because, you worried me uh, for a second. Yeah, they uh, they talked about how, like, with the, the the movie theater season not in full swing, even though there's, uh, what's it? Uh, Hope. Uh, no, a vaccine. That's yeah. the word. Hope. Even though there's a vaccine, it looks, it was reported that several movies were going to get delayed and movies have gotten delayed now. So in a release, their lineup of pushing everything a lot back to 2022 even. Mm. But the big news is Morbius has been delayed again because yes. mm. it was set to come out on October 8th of 2021, but has now been pushed to January 22nd of 2021. 2022, sorry. Yeah, it's I'm coming like, out oh. in 2022. <laughs> so that means <laughs> so, yeah, so we're waiting a whole year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Sony has moved that because they put James Bond in that yes. in Morbius' slot on October 8th. So Makes sense. there's that. And then also Uncharted uh, got moved to 2022. Mm-hmm. So, and again. Yep, there he is. Yeah, He's everything. Again. Ghostbusters 3 also got moved to 2022. Sony just announced the works of... There was a Ghostbusters a 3? Of, yeah, with a Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And, uh, that's and the right. kid from Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard. That's right. I'm excited for that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, which kid from the, Stranger Things? Uh, the Mike in oh. Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Still haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Eventually, <laughs> probably when the new, the new the new season finally comes out, we'll just make TJ binge it all. That's right. That's probably what I'll do. I'll have to get like a girl before then, though, because I don't like scary things that I need. It's it's, it's actually something to hide behind. It's actually not it's, too scary. It's, it's not maybe like too, a like a little like you're like oh what's gonna happen but it keeps you yeah. like uh, it keeps you on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, as as a Christian, who I think it's m- the most scared out of all of us. Cause I Christian am. Doesn't what Christian doesn't like watching Jurassic Park, which isn't scary. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's it, it's not it's not scary. There's like a, there's like one the, jump. There's a couple jump think, parts. Do you remember but, though? I'm the kid that couldn't sleep after watching the Mummy. Yeah, me, well, well, yeah, that, that, that was the same with me. After the watching movie, yeah. the mummy either. Maybe we all did. Maybe we all couldn't sleep after <laughs> watching the mummy at like five years. It actually old. was pretty scary. For Maybe me. that's why you <laughs> can't sleep. <laughs> at night. It's a little, little uh, space jam for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's good. It's it's fun. But anyways, last bit of news. Uh, it was said reported that Christopher Nolan is no longer interested in warning in working with Warner Brothers after everything that has happened in HBO Max. Okay, mm-hmm. he's stepping stepping aside from them, moving on to to better things. Yeah, well, because basically the last or if not all of his movies have basically been made by Warner Brothers because mm-hmm. yeah. he's been able to do what he wants because usually he makes enough money back with his movies to make some money, but now. He's going to probably go studio, studio hopping, I guess. Or maybe someone else to try to lock him in. Well, he, he and his wife have their own studio already, though, right? Well, they have their production company. But production they still, company, okay. They still partner. Like, they've always partnered with, like, Legendary Studios and Warner mm-hmm. Brothers to help finance the film. And so it's okay. still... So, you know, Warner Brothers still receives a huge chunk of that. Ah. But still, but now he is parting ways. So hey, as, go to Disney, go to Universal, <laughs> go to Sony. As long yeah, as we there's, can, there's options. Mm-hmm. Like as long as we can get more of Christopher Nolan, that's all. That's all I want. Yeah, that's all I yeah, want. I agree. Because who knows when his next movie will come out? And as we say, he actually does original things. It doesn't always work out, maybe as well. But he tries. He, there's no prequel. There's no uh. There's no Willy Wonka from from, <laughs> from Chris from Chrissy. <laughs> Yeah. Good old, yeah, the, <laughs> good old Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy Nolan, <laughs> Chrissy Nolan. How you doing, Nolan. baby? Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come out to the coast, have a few laughs. 
Yeah, but yeah, because the only th- sequels he's ever done have been uh, to Batman mm-hmm. yep. everything else. And they one shot one. And no, they were not one shot wonders, but yeah. One, not, <laughs> yeah, not one hit wonders. Yeah. But anyways, that's the, the news for this week. And you could see, uh, I just want, want to add one little piece of news. If you've seen tiny clips here and there this week that have surfaced from Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Space Jam. And, and space, yeah, a little bit. But th- I think there was more. There's, there's been several okay. clips oh, yes. from there Godzilla vs. King Kong. And was, yeah, I forgot about this. It was uh, reported that a uh, trailer is exactly. supposed to drop this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, as of the recording of this, that's before we're recording that before Sunday. So, so yeah, so it'll be out by the time you guys listen this to gets this. released. So, that's right. anyways, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, before we get to our topic, let's t- topic. Let's uh, talk about WandaVision for a little bit. Yeah. Oof. I watched this one just by myself here at home, <laughs> and it was it kind of left. I mean, I was feeling a little, little odd after watching it. I'm like, oh man, like what if someone's in in my house? And it, you know, it just yeah. le- it left me feeling. Uh, I don't know if the word is. It just left me with an eerie feeling a little bit. Like I yeah. still don't. I still don't know what's going on, and I'm like. Ooh, kind of, kind of gave me the creeps. Not in like a horrible way, though. Mm-hmm. But just it, it, it's leaving me wanting to know more for sure. Yeah, for me, it was the. It's been my least favorite of the three. I think it was it really. Wasn't, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. Well, like I, I enjoyed it, but the other ones I felt were a little better. I just I thought the the first two were funnier. This one wasn't as funny. Uh, what I did like about mm-hmm. this one is that you know we got more hints and things, and it was. I did like that. That's what I. That's what I care about. Yeah, that part. Most. That part I really liked. That's. But as far as like mm-hmm. the jokes of it, I was like, eh, okay, this is getting kind of. It's getting well, kind of old. They didn't use the. They didn't use the neighbor person as much in this. She was only in this episode for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the seventies, and she was odd in those two minutes. Then yeah, really. it was like the guy was odd too. Herb, where he's just cutting, cutting through yeah. the thing. You're like, that was really he, creepy. Like, what's he doing? What do you guys think is happening with the people? Do you think they're trapped and stuck there, or are they are they all dead people? Mm. Well, as we saw, mm. Geraldine gets kicked out. She's alive. She gets she, kicked out because she's a real person. Mm-hmm. But she, but I think she was part of the group sent in to help Wanda from outside because mm-hmm. it looks like well, like because everyone's like, why is she here? She's new here. She doesn't have a home. So I think she's from like I think I think it's Sword. That's outside yes. uh, trying to get Wanda out. See, but here's all the, the other people. Yeah, but all he, the other people in the dimension, I think, because the, the, even the, the doctors, mm-hmm. like the doctors, like you know, small towns, they're just so hard to escape from. Yeah, that, you know? that one was creepy. And <laughs> <laughs> Vision's and just Vision's like, like what? what? See, but that's what's interesting that? about it, though, is Vision isn't playing his role either. And so, if everybody that's else true. is dead, so is Vision. But Vision is like. With Wanda trying to figure and, it out. And he picks stuff, he's picking up on stuff that's odd, but then as mm-hmm. soon as he picks up stuff too much, then she, then she, swi- <laughs> she switches she, it. She resets it. And yeah, because he's like, I think something's wrong here. And then she just, boom. But, then, but then he goes out when he's talking with the neighbor lady and, and er- Herb? Herb. 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 He knows something is, is kind of off again. Right. So he's mm-hmm. continuously like figuring out, hey, wait a minute, even though Wanda's kind of rewound him a couple of times. So I just wonder as well, though, well, going off that really quick, I do. I think it's some of the like Nate's saying, I think that's a good theory. A lot of people are trapped like on their way to the afterlife, quote unquote. So is Vision. And so she went there to go like save them. But now she's like, Vision's here. I don't want him to go. 
And so she's trying to like deny it. The only question I have is at the end, when Geraldine gets kicked out, all these people come and surround her and like seem to be holding her at gunpoint. I like those people I would say are Hydra. I think those are actually, yeah, the, the, she's not working actually, with those I guys. Think those are, mm. I think those are sword agents though. No, I don't think so though, because the way, like if you're on the same team, you don't bring in a helicopter spotlight and then like, Surrounded yeah, with people with guns, I'm but a, but, I'm, but I don't know. There's also this the barrier of like the the town they're in, so that could be like we don't know what's happened to her. So it's just precaution. And yeah, I, I think the yeah. government precaution. I think yeah, she's definitely trapped in an illusion that someone set up for her. However, it's an illusion that she also uh, she enjoys, and that's mm-hmm. why she switches things in the illusion. And yeah, sword is very heavily associated with the X Men. And so we might see some some X-Men appearances here. Mm. Um, and there is also reference to her brother, right? Who, Quicksilver. who is Quicksilver, mm-hmm. who is, uh, and there's a Quicksilver in X-Men, right? Mm. And so, and then I've... We might be able to see Pietro. He might show up in yeah. the TV show, like yeah. that same guy from mm-hmm. Ultron. Uh, and then, uh, or they might bring, they might bring in they might bring Peter the, from, 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 uh, X-Men. from actual X-Men. Dang. Mm-hmm. And then, but, uh, I, yeah, oof, there's a lot there's of a lot, lot that, that could happen. Yeah, that I, could happen. I would say I think they're more dead because when Herb's like, oh, yeah, she doesn't even have family. And that's because we're all, we're all. And then he gets cut off by uh, oh, Janice. Yeah, I think her name is yeah the you're right. And so yeah, that, that that's why I think I'm we like, could see Pietro again, though. Yeah, that's true. That is a very, uh, that is a good theory. But also I think, I think part of it is her just wanting to be in the illusion. I don't think, I think part of it, it's like, I think she's being influenced a little bit by someone else, but I think she created the entire illusion, to be honest. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. She but, seems to have more power over it than not over it. But the big thing for me is I don't think her kids are actually real. Like, no. because she had, she had a, like, she had twins in like a day. Like it was just like randomly get pregnant and then boom, have mm-hmm. kids that same day and nobody questions it. So I think there's something off with their kids. See, but remember, there's there's no kids in the town. Yeah, those are the exactly. first quotes. So babies, yeah. Yeah. And then so, yeah, I, I think there's definitely a, there's it's not just her, but I think she is more of a, a main factor in controlling what happens. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, if you guys noticed the beekeeper in the first episode, he also had a sword yeah. on on uh his logo. S- yeah, his logo hat on the suit. Um, and then also, I do think, I think Mephisto is, uh, I think he might be the big bad villain of this uh, one. Of this one. Uh, so mm. I think he's, I think he's, so, I mean, that's, a, that's pure speculation, but like yeah, that's, well, it, a lot of this is speculation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. it, it really is. But I don't know. I, I, I think that's the way that Marvel is, is going with this. I think Mephisto is going to be, be a big bad player. Because Swords seems to be this the good guy. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So good episode, though. Yeah, yeah. I, it was all, always yeah. intriguing. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not not as funny, but still very inner in, uh, intriguing. Yeah, yes. I'm still I'm still I'm puzzled, still trying to figure it. I out. was more and I was more creeped out by this one too. They just did it certain was, moment, like yeah. that moment when he's yeah. like, because we're all, and then Geraldine's like, and then she's like, who are you? And I was, it's just this like, ah, yeah, it like, leaves you a little uneasy. Also, I didn't realize this. Monica is actually. The girl um, in Captain she's, Marvel, yeah, she's uh, a Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that little girl who is the who's the daughter, the of daughter. Captain Marvel's friend. This is her That's thirty her. years later because mm-hmm. she uh, as Geraldine. She be- 
Yes. Yeah, oh, that's Geraldine because okay. she's Monica Rambeau. Her, her superhero name is Phase. It's something with light because she mm-hmm. she also gets superpowers later in the comics. Okay, so. okay. I was wondering if that. And when okay. everybody's super, <laughs> <laughs> no one. Turns out Herb yeah. is a micro man. Um, no, no. <laughs> Uh, no. so, okay. Yeah, this episode wasn't super funny, but a joke I did like was when uh, uh, who's the blonde-haired oh Dotty Patty Dotty when Dotty came in to her husband, she's like, "Does this make me look fat?" And then the power goes off, and he's like, "Oh, thank goodness." <laughs> yeah, there are some funny things too. Yeah. Oh, so another before sorry, we can we'll finish this up quickly and jump onto the topic. But there's one thing. So I, I never really watched um all of the Agents of Shield stuff because after the second season. Everyone was too whiny and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> but um, apparently there is uh, one part where uh, Coulson says, oh, yeah, the, the, there's this blue soap that Hydra would use and it causes everyone to it, like brainwashes them. That's how they were able to brainwash people because the soap that everyone would use like in the facilities and everywhere, it, it caused people to like lose their memory, not know who they are. But yeah, basically mm-hmm. brainwash them. And that is the soap that is advertised on uh, in this episode. Oh, um, mm-hmm. is the is the Hydra the Hydra soap? Hydra soap. And I I don't know if that's just like if that's gonna be I don't know play a larger role in the series or if it's just again a little Easter egg just for for fun. Yeah, but I, don't I think know. I think I think it's an Easter egg, but it's also just we keep diving into the mind of Wanda mm-hmm. because her upbringing and powers came is from, from Hydra. Hydra. You're so. right. Very right. Hail so, yeah. Hydra. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Anyways, that's it for our, our little WandaVision talk. But let's get to our topic for for this week. Yeah. And so this week, uh, you know, with the, I guess, in connection with our question a little bit, because I know Christian loves <laughs> those connections. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, we decided to talk about uh, one of the best Batman comics, in my opinion, Batman Hush. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And so Batman <laughs> Hush was mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Batman Hush was was like originally like twelve or thirteen issues spanning over like mm-hmm. half six months, so like twenty two thousand two to two thousand three. Mm-hmm. And what what is really the, what's the story of Batman and Hush? Because also um, this is spoilers for this entire comic. Because I would recommend reading this comic yeah, before because I think it's very very good. I would as well. So go read the comic and then come back and, and listen to this. But what what is the story of Batman and Hush? Um, I guess I can, I can give it a shot. So it's just Batman doing Batman. Um, but then he starts, um, there's starting to be some connections between certain villains who are trying to do certain things. And he finds out about this character or some kind of, or he believes that there's some overarching kind of person orchestrating all these events and that this person knows who his secret identity is. And that, and so Batman's like trying to figure out who this mastermind is uh, while at the same time making sure like no, his loved ones don't die because this person's targeting them. Um, and he's also fallen in love with Catwoman. But yeah, but everyone, there's a lot of, a lot of villains that are, are all connected. It starts off, you know, with, with the lizard, right? Mm-hmm. And then Batman's still stuck in Marvel but with Killer Croc. And then Batman's like, wait, like, Killer Croc wouldn't do this. Like, this is not his MO. And then mm-hmm. there's, you know, it goes to Catwoman, then it goes to Poison Ivy. And it just kind of keeps on following you can, you this get, line of villains that 
You get the ro- the entire rogues gallery. Basically, you do. Mm-hmm. Batman's in this. You do, and it, it's all everything is kind of connected, and Batman's kind of just following up the line, being like, "Wait, there, there's yeah something something bigger behind this. Like this person wouldn't just do this. This villain wouldn't just do that. Like, and, and Batman's it's uh obviously he's you know this fighting with everybody, but like <laughs> uh it, it's a, a detective Batman as well. He's Very trying to figure out what's so. going on here, um, and he has to try and figure out who this mastermind is as he says uh as he says it in there it's a plot that reaches as high as superman and as low as the joker yeah that's true <laughs> great line so going off that what do you guys think about i guess the mystery and the detective work in this uh this uh, story arc? i gotta say i loved it like i i had forgotten how much of batman is we talked about this in previous episodes but like how much is just figuring it out what's going on why is this person or her villain doing this and like it made me look back to the christopher nolan's and like i love the christopher nolan movies but i'm like there's no detective there and i want yeah. detective batman so i i was super intrigued i i i hadn't seen the movie or read the comic before i read the comic so i didn't know what was going to happen i had my suspicions of course but i i loved how they led me through it and there were plenty of twists and turn it was fantastic yeah, I th- I love the way that, as was mentioned before, but the way that they were able to incorporate all of the villains so well, too. You kind of think, like, uh, it would be a, a large task, an ambitious task, to try and include everyone, right, in one comic. Um, but Batman Hush was able to to do it and have it flow really well and have it make sense, right? I think a lot of times... You think, ah, oh, that's just not going to work. There's just too much going on. There's too many characters, too many villains, and it just doesn't seem to to, to fit right. However, uh, Hush did a, a good job at incorporating all of these different characters and, and having it fit and, and feel natural as as you were reading it, and and still very very intriguing. And and the mystery side of it, like TJ was saying, is very refreshing. It's not just everyone. It's not just Batman guns a blazing beating everyone to a, a pulp. But you're you're trying to figure it out as well. You're like, what what's going on? What's he doing? Um, who's behind this all? So I, I love that that intrigue and that mystery for sure. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it does a really good job of keeping you on your toes. Because just when you think you're, you're figuring it out, it throws you for a swing. And it's like, oh, no, it's this villain. You're like, no, wait, it's this villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone is kind of, everyone has been playing their part because of how Hush has planned everything. And so even when you're like, oh, this reveal has happened, you're like, I can't believe it was him. It's not him. You get thrown for a loop. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It does a good job. Multiple times. Of, yeah. Yeah, multiple times it, it throws you off, off, the, off the scent. Really quick, Dave. I, just, I have a quick question. Does the Red Hood take place after this comic? It does, yes, right? Yes, Red Hood has not. Red, hap, Red Hood doesn't happen for about four years, like in 2007. So Okay, that, that's so, what I thought it was because I'm like, when it was talking about Jason Todd and everything, I was like. I don't think we've gotten Red Hood yet. And then no. at the end where it's like, where is Jason Todd's body? Yes. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, Red Hood. Yeah, because yeah, actually Jason Todd was dead in the comics for a good 30 years. Yeah. So, or at least 20 years. So, <clears throat> What you got to do. Yeah, but it's just the intrigue of this because it also, Batman is constantly trying to figure things out. And, you know, other things happen along the way. But having that detective work is like, oh, who hired this person? Why would they do that? And then him kind of just retracing his steps, which leads to new conflicts, I think is is really, really good mm-hmm. in this comic. Agreed. But with the, the I guess, going to the, the rogues gallery that we get in this, what do you guys think about each of the account encounters that we get with all of the, the different Batman villains? 
I think I, I think my <clears throat> my favorite one is actually I think Killer Croc. I, I liked mm. their fights. I just felt like Killer Croc was the biggest threat to Batman um, out of until Hush. But um, as far as that, like, I just really liked Killer Croc and I kind of like Savage Killer Croc. I thought he was interesting. Yeah, I think mm, one of my my favorite encounters and I'd forgot I'd forgotten about this because it had been a while. But when uh, he actually encounters Superman uh, (laughs) and it's a bad Superman because he's uh, basically being quote mind controlled by by poison ivy mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh dang like this this is a tough one because you feel like okay batman can take he can take on killer croc it'll it'll be tough he and he you know with Catwoman and, and poison ivy and even uh joker uh, joker Clayface, right right he can he can handle these guys but when uh superman shows up and he's controlled you're like oh dang like how's he gonna get out of this one right so uh, and then it was obviously very clever. He he was able to you know break the mind control uh, you, with the help of Lois Lane falling from the sky. <laughs> um, but you know he, he he knew that that's what he was gonna have to do to to to, to save Superman. But um, I really yeah enjoyed that uh, that encounter, and I also enjoyed the encounter where he was beating the crap out of Joker. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Because you're like stop. stop. You're like finally <laughs> this dude's like he gets like. What what's the saying? Like gets what he deserves. Yeah, he gets what he he gets what he deserves, even though he was technically innocent in this case. Oh, yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, going to the, back to that Superman uh, when Superman's mind controlled, I really like that moment because like because like I think something that we get to see in this is Batman is always like carefully plotting because he's like I literally have seconds to to go and to get this before Superman yes. comes. Yes, because yeah. then like when he's in the tunnels fighting Superman. He's like, yeah, he's doing all these things, distractions. He's like, if you do this, you're going to murder, you're going to blow up this block and kill people. But then he's like, actually, I lied. And then he electrocutes yeah. him. He uses <laughs> his supersonic thing. But I love how he pulls out the the kryptonite ring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then just goes at him. Because something that, like, it says in the comic that he's like, this is like uh, Superman's one weakness. He's like, you know, deep down, Clark is a good person. But deep down, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, kind of like, okay, I can use that to my advantage. Because even when... uh Catwoman drops Lois Lane. Like he even tells Superman, he's like, "Hey, he's like, he just told him that somebody worked at the Daily Planet, and so he's like, she could have chosen one of these three people, but she chose that chose this one. Also shows, I think, his his technical mind and how much he he plans ahead for he everything. Does. So he does. He always plans ahead. Always plans ahead. A really ahead. good moment. That was the only reason he could beat Superman. I actually really liked um him and Superman's relationship in this. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I just liked how he was like, we're friends. I kind of wish I was more like Superman, though, in a lot of ways. Because um, Superman seems to have his life put all together, you know? Yeah, like when he's rescuing the the kid, he's like, oh, man, if this was Superman, Superman would say some witty thing and put the kid at ease. He's like... He would smile. smile yeah. But you he know, doesn't. He's like, only has me. He's like, yeah, but I'm not Superman. Kids got my me. City. He's got to deal with it, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. And yeah. then at the end as but well. I guess, mm-hmm. But also, I was just going to add on to Killer Croc, because it was also like, I think with Killer Croc, when you feel his, his how desperate he is, because yeah. this is like a point where he's kind of losing his mind and becoming more savage, and even like, he later turns into like a cannibal, because mm-hmm. his mind gets so distorted, I think is also, uh, I think, an interesting dynamic. Right. But gives gives him motivation. Really like, you kind of feel bad for Killer Croc, yeah, you honestly. Do. Yeah. Because he's just like a dude. 
who's a crocodile. Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, just turned into a crocodile. It's like, guess I have to turn to crime. No one's going to hire me to sit at their front desk. (laughs) (laughs) How can I help? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but going back to the Joker encounter, I think that's actually might be the best scene in or best uh, issue in this this Mm -hmm. run because there's so much, I think, more than just him beating the crap out of Joker. Because, you know, spoiler alert, when Tommy gets killed and he just kind of loses it because mm-hmm. he just, he takes the joke, like, yeah, like Christian says, he just beats him and he just keeps <laughs> beating him. And like, so you have that where he's just all this rage, but going through his mind at the same time is every bad experience the Joker has done, talking about like uh, shooting Barbara Kane, killing all these other mm-hmm. people and just each of these specific moments killing Jason Todd. And he's just like, I should have murdered him years ago. And he just, he loses it for yeah. a second. And he's just constantly beating him and the joker's like hey i didn't kill this guy and he just the joker just takes yeah, it because he joker wants to get it, killed well, i think i don't i can't remember if he says it in the comic he says it in the movie though he's like no maybe he doesn't say it in comic he's like i want he's like batman i want you to kill me but i want it to be something that i've done <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that actually i, I love mm-hmm. that part as well just because it's like that just shows you how good hush was like how clever he manipulating. was manipulating Batman. I am manipulating Bruce Wayne because, and that's the funniest part as what, as, as Hush says at the end of that comic, it's like, like he would have killed an innocent man. Get the joke. Like yeah. he's pulling a Joker on Joker mm-hmm. and it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think about the encounter with Ra's al Ghul though? Um, oh, I forgot that Ra's was in an Antalya. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, Again, I think it was just uh, a great way that they were able to incorporate uh, incorporate it all because he has to go to to Roz because he knows you know something with something was with the Lazarus Pit and then you know Roz is like oh hey you know someone from Gotham you know came to the Lazarus Pit right and so I think like it was definitely it was it was a necessary part and it, it fit well even still amongst all the the villains that are in there I'm like oh wow there's there's Roz who's one of the biggest baddest dudes there. Um, and he was able to take that piece, uh, of knowledge from Roz and kind of, I don't know, put, put the rest together a, a little bit later on because he's like, Hey, someone from Gotham, uh, came and used the, used the Lazarus pit. So, yeah, for me, that was probably my least favorite of, of it all. Just because I kind of was like, I wish he didn't, it seemed kind of weird that he had to travel all the way to Roz and, and whatever to figure it out. But I mean, it makes sense, like, because the Lazarus Pit is such a huge part of it, of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, it, it couldn't be as simple as just, hey, the Lazarus Pit got used. Like, you know, there has to be some action and weight to it. So I understand why they did it. Yeah, I, I just, I enjoyed the encounter when, when they fought again. Because, <laughs> like, Batman kind of talks about, it's like, the first time I met Ross, he did all these different things. And, like, this time, like, Ross just, like, when he went to attack, then Batman was already ready. But then Batman just kind of, like, cuts him down to the point where he needs to go to the Lazarus pit. Otherwise he's going to Batman got and him. So I enjoyed like mm-hmm. after over the years, like even after everything that's happened, Batman's like learned. He's like, no, I can still take on Ross. Yeah. And, like, that, that was funny yeah, where I he's like, to deal with him. Ross is talking and then Batman just starts fighting. him. he's like, what, what happened to the American way of let your opponent fight, attack first <laughs> or something? Because <laughs> Batman's like, I'm not yeah. dealing with this crap right now. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the, the the relationship and friendship between Bruce Wayne and Tommy Elliot? Tommy, <laughs> yeah, that was a big a big piece to it. Um, the major piece to it. <laughs> yeah. And 
I like, yeah, it was showing, it would show a lot of the backstory in the comic of, of Tommy and, and Bruce growing up and some of the events that they went through and, and games they'd play and, and just different interactions. And you're like, Oh man, like Bruce has got a friend. Like, this is nice. Norm, like you don't really think of, of him having anyone except for, you know, Alfred basically. Mm-hmm. And then he, he's acquaintances with just the justice league. And then <laughs> he's probably good as friends mm-hmm. with the villains as anybody else. Right. Yeah. And so you're like, Oh, this is cool. He, he has this guy that, that helps, um, this childhood friend, which takes a little bit of, of a twist, uh, obviously, uh, mm. at, at the end, but it, it kind of like, it kind of makes sense to where, it, where it was leading to. Um, though it, it all, it also throws, it throws you off uh, a little bit. Like when he quote dies, uh, at the hand of, Joker, Joker, though it wasn't Joker, right? So, um, a very interesting interaction and kind of cool to see at least firsthand that Bruce had a, a friend that wasn't Alfred. Yeah, I like that as too. I think, and that's just because I just watched the movie last night as well. Um, that's where I think the movie failed a lot in a lot of ways because it's those back, it's that backstory that you're getting throughout all the comics that really sets it up so that when you know Batman's beating the crap out of Joker, it means something, and when um you know, in the, in the comic spoiler, when Tommy is revealed to be hush that you're just like, and to be honest, let me say this. I always had a, a sneaky feeling about Tommy. I was like, he just kind of doesn't mm-hmm. look good. Yeah, he looks kind of bad. But in then the comic. when he died, I was like, Please Oh, lay. I guess, I guess I misinterpreted him. And then at the end I was like, dang it, I should have gone with my gut. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely throws you for a loop, but I think I enjoyed seeing their, uh, their friendship. With the sense that, like, I think Tommy was a little, in a sense, a little bit smarter than Bruce. Because also they would play all these games, and he's like, you got to be able to think like your opponent. True. Know Mm -hmm. their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so it was foreshadowing there. uh, Yeah. There was foreshadowing there. But this was something, because I had read this comic before that I never noticed, is there's a line where uh, uh, Tommy says to Bruce, I think when they're in the upper, he's like, oh, hush, Bruce. He says hush. Oh, he does? And (laughs) I I never picked (laughs) up on that before. So. Very, 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 very subtle. Very, very good. But yeah, it's that relationship between Tommy and Bruce that kind of makes this even more personal mm-hmm. and why everything gets to play out the way it does because of the, the personal connection between Bruce and Tommy. Kinda, uh, it's kind of interesting. It was Hush that cut the cable. Um, I, get, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was actual, if it was which Hush, it was which, hush. Qu- which hush though? Like yeah. was Two-Face Hush, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, because, uh, you know, one point, you think Hush you is think Two-Face? Hush is Two-Face because he takes off the bandages, right? So you're like, oh, it, it was... So maybe it was the Two-Face that cut the cable or, or maybe it was the, the actual Hush. You don't know. But the cable cut led to Bruce falling down and almost dying. And then it was Tommy who... Saved his saves life. Saves his life, too. So it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Int- you could have been like, no, I'm just going to let him die. But you're like, no, that's not the way he wanted Batman to go out. Yeah, he wanted to destroy also, his life and then kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because he also had, well, because he, he used subliminal messaging for him to think of Tommy for the surgery. Yeah. But also, but the whole reason he did the surgery was to put the, the chip, chip in, in his brain. So that he could so try. That, true. To, to find mm-hmm. him. But, I mean, it was still risky. Like, what if he snapped it and then Bruce Wayne just died and he's like, ah, fetch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think Hush is, is, is a super cool character with not only its design, but uh, just the, the way that he's, he's challenged Batman. Because yeah. I think it was a way that no one had yet to challenge Batman. And, well, and, a sim- and no one had challenged Batman in a similar way. And it was also cool because 
isn't technically Riddler the Hush? Riddler is the real mastermind. Right. See that? Okay, I was getting to that. I guess, what do you think of the Riddler being, a, I guess, one of the ma- the mastermind behind yeah, so the, I, the entire That's what plan. I think. I just want to make that distinction really clear. It's like Tommy wears Hush, but like Riddler is the one that thought of everything and was the one doing the thing with the Joker, doing all that stuff. So like Tommy maybe looks the part much better than Riddler does. But Riddler's the mastermind. Riddler was the mastermind. Obviously, there was a connection between Tommy and Riddler, and Tommy has these motivations uh, to get back at Bruce, though he didn't have quite the wit mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Riddler did. Though he did have, he was very smart, and, and early yeah. on, remember, he's like, yeah, like we said, Bruce, uh, oh, Bruce, you got to be six moves ahead. And so you're thinking, oh, wow, Tommy is just a, a mastermind genius, but you're like, oh, no, wait, there's there's some help here. The mastermind yeah. w- was Riddler. And that makes sense yeah. right it just is like mm-hmm. oh oh yeah and you and you get a piece of riddler at one point in the comic and you really don't think much of it you're no. like oh they're just he's like he's he's just like the rid like everyone else is doing something out of the ordinary but then the riddler's just, like, just hey, still got money things. yeah so it's like oh they're just throwing them in there and then at the end you're like oh okay that yeah. actually makes sense i like that as well I really and comparing that to the movie uh well, I'll talk about that at a different time. But I really like how Riddler at the mm-hmm. end is like, you know, I may I am a big bad guy. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> he's like I used to be something in this town because he also because also he was dying of cancer, mm-hmm. and then Tommy kind of cured that. But he also went into the well, last. Yeah, Tommy pit. couldn't cure it. That's and why he went to the last. Yeah, that's right. Yes, but then that's when everything clicked for the Riddler, and he's like, oh. This is who Batman is. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, just because. And I mean, this could definitely play to, uh, um, you know, the Robert Pattinson movie of being Very like, maybe true. Riddler is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm, because I really, Riddler is really lame if you think about it, just on his own. <laughs> but if you think of him as yeah. this super mastermind, like one of the few people that can actually, um, toy with Bruce, Bruce then, on an intellectual level, like that's that's cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I'm I'm jumping the gun here on the the movie with that with Robert yeah, Pattinson. Just, I think it's a good time to talk about. Well, I'm just it. saying oh, with yeah. Robert Pattinson, but like just looking at the trailer, I think how can it not be Riddler? How yeah. can it not be Hush? Because it makes I, I even like maybe I'm just making up false like images in my mind, but I remember like seeing the trailer and seeing a guy in bandages, like in bandages. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's got to be Hush, right? And that's got to be Riddler, there's yeah. the question marks in blood. Like, so I don't the, know. The tone, I think, could very, very much fit with this storyline. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's taking influence. Which from is too it. bad because I'm I like, guess, now you know. Now I know. And it's like, dang it. <laughs> that's, a, that's okay, though. They'll, they'll, they'll probably but still twist. They, you know, they never, they never do things exactly the as same, the movie so. says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just talking about the, the, the Hush animated movie, which you were kind of mm-hmm. talking about before. I think that's one of its also its flaws that they just made the Riddler exactly hush because now all of a sudden he's this super guy, strong guy that can go toe to toe with Batman physically. Because yeah. I didn't like that as much in the movie, and I felt it I, was I think it was okay. Off. I think if I if I had watched the movie first, I would have thought it was fine. See, so yeah, and I I watched the movie first years ago, and so mm. I'm like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. So I I enjoyed it. I didn't read the comic first, and I should have. Mm. And so that's where I th- I think the movie. The movie is great. It's just doing a different thing than the comic. That's why I like. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I'm if it's based off the comic, it's not good. But if you kind of take it a little bit separately, I think it does it. I think it's a great one. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked the comic better just because I liked how Elliot was the bad guy 
um, instead of just Riddler. Uh, and I like, I liked how Killer Croc was there instead of Bane. I know why they did Bane because they're like, you know, Bane had just was the most recent live action villain. So we want to kind of like keep people's interest. No one mm-hmm. had seen Killer Croc, but mm-hmm. yeah. So di- just different, different elements, different themes, definitely. Like why him and Selena break up in the comic is different than why he and Selena break up in the movie. And so, but the movie does a great job for what it's trying to accomplish, I think. Agreed. But- okay. Yeah. And I also want to point out, I guess, with this storyline is like, I think Hush would have succeeded in his plan if Two-Face didn't turn back normal. Because that was a part yeah. of it was Two-Face was, they were expecting Two-Face to still be Two-Face after they, because Tommy did the surgery to make him normal mm-hmm. again. But be, because he did that surgery to make him normal again, that means uh, Harvey, Harvey took over instead of Two-Face. And Harvey was, Harvey's, Harvey's the one that shot uh, Hush, Hush, Hush at the him. end, kind of saving Batman's Whoa. life. <laughs> yeah. But, and that was, yeah. that's what was one but, of the things I really liked about it, though. And this is, because I remember, so the only background I had had with Clayface up to, um, like, this point was Clayface is just a really big clay monster and is really hard to fight and kill, you know? Oh, but you didn't know that he could take the form of people. I didn't know he could take the form of people. I remember Nate mm-hmm. mentioned that, though, so I remembered that as I was reading. But that, I think, is so much cooler and added this whole other element to it that yeah. it's like... Tommy didn't actually die. That was Clayface. It's not Jason Todd. It's Clayface. Um, and so I thought that's what made it so much more unexpected when you're like, Two-Face is Hush. And then you're like, no, wait, it was Jason Todd. Jason Todd is Hush. And then it's like, no, it, it's, it's Tommy. And just really well done. And then Riddler. You know, and then so. Riddler, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But what did you guys think about uh, Batman and Cat- Catwoman's romance mm. in this? Uh, I never, I I never trust Catwoman kind of like Batman. <laughs> so I, and I know that's his like, uh, Emma. like, yeah, he just always kind of seems to fall for Catwoman a, a little bit um, in kind of what, whichever, if you're on the big screen, obviously in, in the third or Dark Knight Rises in this and just different comics, he always kind of seems to fall for Catwoman and I just don't really like Catwoman as a as a person yeah. right so I'm like Bruce no don't be Catwoman <laughs> she's she's the worst uh so like I don't know it was it was interesting to see their their relationship and he's kind of falling for her, but I'm glad they don't end up together uh, see I liked it I, I'm a hopeless romantic so I liked it and I think in some ways like she fits for it because like he, you have to be crazy to be Batman. So it makes sense that he would go after a criminal <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I did like the element of though. It's like Batman, which I think the movie did a little bit better job of it being like, Oh, like maybe I don't need to keep doing this forever kind of thing. And so. See, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed it. Like, I, I don't think I needed the, the Batman. Like, Oh, I can stop like being Batman. I never really liked that. Yeah. Like, Batman's got a Batman. <laughs> Batman. He's, he's, al- he's always got a Batman. But like, I guess it, it did r- remind me a little bit of uh, actually uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. I got kind of that vibes from that. But also like, I, I really liked how he's like, Batman's like, have I like in my quest for justice become the one thing that all monsters become just lonely. Yeah. <laughs> he also does reveal, he does reveal his identity to her. So I, I kind of like that he also puts his trust in her and he's like, hey, I kind of mm-hmm. want this to work out. I also enjoyed when Nightwing kind of sat down and he's like, hey, listen, I know it's none of my business, but if you're trying to do this, I think he's you like, should do this. And Batman's <laughs> you're just, right. 
He's like, I am. It is none, none of your business. business. <laughs> I just like that. But here's it what I think of with that. That's a good line. What if you had it all, <laughs> but nobody to call? <laughs> Little JB for Little a, JB for us. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think yeah, it worked out really bit. well for it as as well because that's like the whole point of it. Like, who can you trust? Is she part of this? Is she not? And yeah, you gotta throw a little romance in there. It's not a it's not a good story without a little romance. Yeah, that's that's true. They had to have all um all aspects incorporated into mm-hmm. this. So and they and they did it. See, my only concern is like Batman Batman knows who Selena Kyle is, but she doesn't know who he is. But yet as Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, they're always spending time I, together and you're just like I know she was two like, time <laughs> It's just like, that was just the thing I never, or I guess maybe I, I never understood in later comics. It's like, how are they always so acquainted yet don't know did, who yeah. each other are? It's like, that's, that's true. They would have yeah. picked up on it. Or she she would have picked she up that picked he up was like it. Batman. So. I also mm-hmm. like how they incorporated a lot of the other heroes in here as well. So we got Nightwing, we got current Robin, we had <laughs> Oracle, we had Huntress. Um, Superman. <laughs> Superman, Yeah. <laughs> We had a, I liked how they, they did all that as well. I thought that was um, cool. Because you see, like, oh, he's not necessarily, and there's a lot of people now fighting crime in Gotham, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. He gets to take a little break, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like night off, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, the thing with Huntress, I think maybe it's a setup for something later in the yeah. comics, but yeah. I was just, like, that didn't really play a huge role besides when she saved him from getting murdered at the beginning after following, like, 12 yeah. stories. No, and when she so. almost killed Catwoman, but that too. But it was just I don't know that dynamic. I didn't really understood, but I think it had a play in for something later. Yeah, mm-hmm. or some mini story arc. Yeah, but anyways, that's that's all I got for for Batman Hush. Do you have any other things you guys are like? Oh, that was really cool. No, or? I think I think that was well for me. I think that was good. Uh, good cover of it. I mean, obviously, we're more familiar with it because we we've read it. <laughs> and so hopefully, uh, for you listeners out there, you, you go you read it before listening to this or if you want to go back and read it so you kind of know what we're talking about because then like as we're talking about I can picture kind of everything happening in my mind and it's like oh yeah I like this and I like this so yeah definitely give it a read yeah I think that was funny about it it's just like Mm. I'd forgotten because it's been like so long since I read like a a DC comic like how well you can match humor uh, suspense and mystery all in a comic you know like you don't need to see it on the Mm -hmm. big screen to laugh uh, to be entertained or to wonder what's going on and to have those twists, which that's super cool to me. Print isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's, I think it's a medium that really like it's, it is kind of dying because less and less people are reading comics, but it, it can, it does things that only comics can do and the feel you yeah. get from it. I Cause really watching the movie, it. they tried to make some of the same jokes and I'm just like, eh, it's, it's not the same <laughs> as it was in the comics. Uh, so. Yeah. But, yeah, but should we do uh, our yeah, rating yeah. for this comic? I, I guess I can start it off. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I Ooh. was I was blown mm-hmm. away by this. I mean, obviously there's just like a couple things here and there that I wasn't as big a fan of, but like overwhelmingly I was just hooked the whole time. Like I was I was reading it during class and not paying attention at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, 9 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I'll give it two thumbs up and, and I got a, a thumb on fire um, for sure. Uh, maybe partial, maybe partially on fire, um, but some of my thumb is is on fire for this rating. Um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Again, I love the mystery and that intrigue side of it. And it's not just guns and blazing Batman, but it's really kind of got you thinking and you're trying to figure it out. Um, 
at the same time as Batman's trying to figure out, it feels like. So very good. Well done. Good comic. Well mm-hmm. done. And for me, for me, I would say this is, it's a quintessential Batman comic that you should check out. Like it's, it dives deep into Batman's character and his philosophy, but also tells a really good story with a new villain, but also incorporates all of the classic villains that you've known to, to come and love. And having that has that mystery and just so much great detective work and keeps throwing you for a loop. I, I really enjoy it. And I think is one, if you're going to read a Batman comic, this is yeah. definitely one you should put on yeah. your list. Well said. Okay. Yeah. Shall we uh, the play yeah, the quote? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can explain. I don't want to hear it. Okay. I know. I just it's every time. It's a great job with that car thing. Yeah. The full start cards. It's pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this epic episode. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it as always. If you want to try to get a shout out on our show, if you want to try to get a shout out, guess the quote before we reveal it. You can do that by sending us a DM at social, on social media at Quotes and Stuff Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to reach, reach out to the show, uh, you can do that through uh, Gmail at QuotesAndStuffPod at gmail.com, sending suggestions, your thoughts on, you know, maybe this week for, for Batman and Hush or just any other things you'd want to say. You can reach us there. Thank you for listening, and we'll see Goodbye. you next time. Bye.